Welcome to the Intuitive Eating and Body Positivity Podcast. I'm Terry and I'll be talking about all things intuitive eating, body positivity and health at every size, and shaking off weight stigma, diet culture and food rules so that we can all have a better relationship with food and our bodies. What the frickety bonk is going on with our weather? <laughs> Are you in the UK? If you're in the UK, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, what the heck? It's been boiling hot. And then today we've had the craziest, craziest downpours, thunderstorms, lightning. Ooh, I love a good storm, but, um, I love the summer more. So that needs to stop. <laughs> it's been so hot these last few days. That's obviously where this thunderstorm has come from, but oh God, it's been really hot. It's been so lovely. I love summer so much. Uh, how are you? You good? Are you well? All well in the pew household here? Other than the cats, they're not enjoying the heat so much. They kind of walk around a bit, flop themselves down and sprawl out. Wander around a bit more flop themselves down, sprawl out. Uh, they're a little bit warm, I think, my kittens. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, all good, all good here. Nothing really too exciting to tell you about. I had a pool match yesterday, county pool match. That was uh, that was a good day. It's a good day at the races. Um, we drew, but, you know, tough side to beat, tough side to play. Um, still did well. So yeah, all good. That was fun. What else have we done? Mm, went out for some few, went out for a few drinks on Friday night with um some people. Guess what? Friday Terry behaved herself. What a woman. What a woman. She behaved herself. She drank sensibly. She had some food when she got home and some water when she got home and went to bed. Got up Saturday morning. Saturday Terry was very pleased because she didn't feel rough. <laughs> I hate hangovers. God, I don't seem to be able to control when I'm going to get one. Um, they are just, I think the older I get, the worse they're getting. I've always been a sufferer of hangovers, but blimey, they're getting worse and worse over the, over time. Keep thinking I should stop drinking, but I like drinking. So, you know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't drink that much, really. I just, um, you know what? I struggle with the concept of going out without drinking. It wouldn't bother me if I didn't drink at home. It wouldn't bother me at all. But the thought of going out on a social event and not drinking with everybody else feels a little bit strange. What do you think? What do you think? If you're a drinker, what do you think of the thoughts of going out without having a drink? Oh, it makes me sound like an addict, that, doesn't it? I am not an alcoholic, people. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting, isn't it, that society says we should go out and drink. Nobody questions us if we drink a lot. People question us if we don't drink anything. That's the wrong way round, surely. If you went out and you were on drugs, people would soon have something to say. But if you go out and you drink alcohol, which is, again, a drug... Everybody seems to accept that as the norm. So, yeah, it's a funny old situation, that, isn't it? But, yeah, when I Friday, all good. Um, had a 
great day Saturday because I was awake and not suffering and uh, yeah, just had a chilled weekend. So that was good. It's good. Um, I've been in some Facebook groups as I usually am. And I like to go into Facebook groups and help people out. Uh, I like to be a source of information if I can be, because not everybody can pay for coaching. Not everybody can manage that in their budget. Times are hard, people. I get it. So I like to think, well, for the people who can't pay for coaching, I'd like to give them a little something because there are people who do pay me for coaching. And so it's my way of giving back a little bit. Anyway, in this group at the weekend and somebody posts this heartfelt post about weight set point and how they were angry and upset because they felt like it was their fault that they had driven their weight set point up and that they had created the weight that they were at now. Um, And they had questions and comments and things around that. So I went in. And then I had a little bit of conversation there and gave some explanations on a few things. And then I thought, actually, we hear about weight set point all the time, don't we? But do you actually really know what it is? And it's fine to not know what it is. It really is because it's one of those terms that sounds a little bit scientific. It's not something you will have come across if you're just um, in years of dieting. It is not a term that everybody's heard of. But as soon as somebody goes, wait, set point, other people are like, hang on a minute, what is this? What is this and what do I need to know about it? So I'm going to tell you what you need to know about it. (laughs) I'm going to tell you how it affects you. I'm going to tell you why you don't have to be upset or angry at yourself for any changes that have happened to your weight. Um, So yeah, let's, let's talk about this and let's try and put some logic and some rational thinking to it. Okay, so our bodies have a really sophisticated system of all these biological things that happens um, that's all geared up around maintaining a stable weight for you. Whether you realize it or not, it might feel like your weight is ever-changing, but actually, as I come on to later, it's all um, a response to dieting. So At any given time, if you just let your body be, it would try to maintain a stable weight. And this involves lots of different things. So lots of different hormone signals, communication with the brain, um, regulating appetite, um, the amount of energy you use, fat storage, all that sort of thing. Um, there's some really key hormones at play. So there's leptin, which is the satiety hormone. It's the hormone that tells us when we're getting full. And then there's ghrelin, which is the hunger hormone. And that stimulates your appetite when you're running out of food. So there's also um, insulin, which is all about glucose metabolism. So that's like sugar management in your body, essentially. Um, and it also plays a bit of a role in regulating your weight. So all these things are at play all of the time, 24 hours a day, trying to keep your body regulated. And your weight set point range is kind of a point, a natural equilibrium 
that the body strives to maintain. So you can have short-term fluctuations in your weight, but your weight set point, the set point range, is the range of weight that your body naturally wants to be at. So all these hormones and things that are at play, all these biological processes that are trying to maintain your weight, they're trying to maintain your weight set point range. And it is a range because you can't possibly just always be one set weight. You can't be one constant number on the scale. So your weight's always going to fluctuate one way or another. It's always going to be a little bit to one side of it, a little bit to the other side of it, but it's always going to come back to about that same point. And everybody has a unique weight set point range. You can't really ever know what that is. (laughs) Just to throw a spanner in the works. You can't always know what it is. And as if that wasn't complicated enough, it changes over time because there's so much that influences it. Internally, your systems will change. Your hormones will change. Um, especially as a female, your hormones are always changing through the natural monthly cycles, um, through the decades as well. So your body doesn't function the same way internally um, in your 50s, 60s, 70s as it does in your teens and 20s, for example. That's always changing. Your metabolism is always changing. Um, your The way you are in yourself, your eating habits, your lifestyle, that always changes. That's never, uh, that's never exactly the same as it. You don't do the same things day in, day out. You don't eat the same things day in, day out. Also, your body is genetically programmed to be a certain way. So before you're born, you've got hundreds of, um, genes. I couldn't think of the word then hundreds of genes that already have determined what your weight and your shape and your size is destined to be. So with all that at play, you can't really permanently mess with your weight all that successfully. As if that wasn't enough, then you need to throw in um, environmental factors. So lifestyle and eating habits, those are environmental But I also mean things like um, the world around you, the environment around you, toxins you're taking into your body from your environment, that sort of thing. Um, Stress, that's part of your environment because that's things putting on upon your body, the demands of your body. Um, Your day-to-day life is an external factor. So how stressful work is, how active you are at work. You know, do you have a day job or are you on your feet all day long? Do you work? Are you able to work? Are you able to uh, be mobile even? There's lots of different factors that are all at play along with the internal systems that impact on your weight set point. So over time, it's all going to fluctuate. Now, When we try to move away from that weight set point range, our body responds by trying to make metabolic adaptations. Ooh, big words, Terry. Uh, Basically, your systems, your body, 
in your oh god speak properly basically your body tries to change your systems to make you function in a way that is always trying to get back to that weight set point your body is so clever it's always trying to change it's always trying to adapt to what it needs to adapt to internally and externally so that it can always create this this um Oh, what is the word? Homeostasis. That's what it is. Um, it's this level place where it likes to be, this comfortable place where it likes to be. So when we are trying to change that through dieting, when we restrict calories in order to try and lose weight, our metabolism might slow down to try and conserve some of that energy. It's thinking, right, less food in, less calories in, I need to slow down to save some energy. So that's quite often why you find if you go on um, a calorie deficit type diet, well, actually all, all diets revolve around a calorie deficit, but if you try to restrict your calories, you might find you lose weight to start with and then it slows down and you start to plateau and you can't really understand why you're not losing weight anymore. Well, that's because your body is adapting. It is changing. It's trying to make your systems work in the most energy efficient manner so that it's making the right use of the calories you're putting in. So then what you find yourself doing is you have to restrict a little bit more. And then your body makes this change and it adapts and it, you know, you're, you're always fighting losing battle there. Similarly, Weight gain can also lead to an increase in metabolism. So if your body is determined to be at this set point and you gain a lot of weight through whatever reason, now that might be changing your activity levels, it might be illness, it might be the amount of food you eat, it could be all sorts of things. But if you gain weight above where your body wants to be, it's going to try and adapt and change to try and bring that weight down to the weight set point range. So this isn't just about the weight going up. It's also about coming down. It, your body's always going to try and achieve that one place it wants to be. And it's a defense mechanism. It's protecting you from what it sees to be potential threat to your survival. Short-term fluctuations in your weight happen. Things like fluid retention or temporary diet changes, that sort of thing body always tends to get it back to where it likes to be. But when you fight and fight and fight against that, your body kind of goes, hang on a minute, I don't like what's happening here. And it ramps it up and it tries to get it to come back to that weight set point. In the case of long-term dieting, what happens is your body tends to lose some weight on this diet and then you stop dieting and your body tries to get back to this weight set point. And at that point, it goes, hang on a minute, I know what's coming up now. Soon enough, we're going to be back into a period of restriction. So I'm just going to put a little bit more on board and then we'll be safe. So you put on a little bit more weight. Now, is this familiar to you? Are you thinking, oh, I get it now? Because you feel like, Every time you come off a diet, what happens is you put some weight on 
and more. Yeah? Is this ringing a bell? And then what happens is you, in your brain, freak out and you go, hang on a minute, I'm putting weight on, so I need to diet again. And then you go on this diet and you lose some weight and you can't quite get down to the lowest that you were before, but you keep going. And then you start to plateau, you get fed up, you get sick of the diet, you can't hack it anymore and you give the diet up and the weight comes back on and your body goes, hang on, there's a pattern. I know that we're going to be dieting again soon. I'm going to be restricted soon. So I'm going to put a little bit more weight on as a protective measure and then we'll be safe. And then, you know, see this vicious circle is going. You diet, you put the weight on and a bit more. You freak out because you're putting more weight on. So you go on a diet. So this vicious circle is happening. And so, unfortunately, when you're thinking that all this dieting has potentially cost you and caused you to be a heavier weight than you might have been if you hadn't dieted, yeah, sadly, that's probably true. It really probably is true. And it sucks, right? It really does. Hindsight is a wonderful thing. If we all knew before we started a diet, what the consequences would be, then we wouldn't do it, would we? Diet clubs everywhere would fold. They'd all go under. They'd all go bankrupt because nobody would be joining them because they would know the damage it was going to do in the long term. But we don't know that. We don't know that when we start these diets. We don't know what's going to happen. We just think we're doing our bodies a favor. We're convinced by external sources that this is the way forward. This is what you need to do to be healthy. You need to lose weight. It's unhealthy to be fat. It's unhealthy to be in a bigger body. You need to hit this number on the BMI scale. All the messages. And so it's no wonder that you dieted, right? Absolutely no wonder that you dieted. But you didn't know. You did not know then what the damage was going to be, because if you did, you wouldn't have done it. So there is no point in beating yourself up about it. There is no point in being upset with yourself for what may or might not have been. And also, you don't 100% know that you wouldn't have ended up at this size anyway. If this is where your body is meant to be, then this is where your body is meant to be. Now, the important thing in this is not to beat yourself up, right? No need to give yourself a hard time. You were not to know what difference it would make. You still now can't know what difference it did make over the years. Feeling guilty, feeling shameful, that's going to do nothing positive for you, right? So we have to let it go. We have to move forward. It's great to have an understanding of because it means that you're now not so likely to go diet again because you know the damage it's doing. But you can't do anything about what's happened already. So you just let it go and let's move forward. Weight set points are generally stable, right? But they're not fixed for life. So you can make sustained lifestyle changes. You can make 
um, your life and your body healthier in lots of different ways. But because you've got this underlying weight set point, you cannot attach your health to your weight. If your body is doing everything it needs to do and is functioning perfectly well at whatever weight it is, then you can't attach weight to health. Health is all about behaviors. I've said this so many times. Um, there's lots you can do that will promote health in your body that is not related to losing weight. Healthier eating habits. And when I say healthier, by that I mean more intuitive eating habits, better balance of foods, which you'll get if you eat intuitively. Um, having this better um, pattern of eating, eating when your body wants to eat, eating what your body wants to eat. That's healthier eating habits and your body will take what it needs from that and will be better for it. Engaging in some really nice um, movement, stuff that you enjoy doing, that's going to be health promoting. That's going to be physical health promoting. Managing your stress levels, that's going to be so good for you physically and mentally. All of these things can be done without adjusting your weight. The degree of flexibility will vary, right? The, de the degree of flexibility in your weight set point, how much it changes over time, that's going to vary depending on you as an individual. There's lots of things that affect it, your genetics, your age, your health, all of that. Um, so maybe your weight set point will change over time. Maybe it won't. Maybe where you are now, your weight will go up over time. Maybe it won't. Maybe it'll go down. Maybe it'll stay where it is. You don't know, but your body will do what it needs to do if you let it. So... When we're talking about health, um, this weight set point theory really does emphasize the importance of shifting your focus away from weight. Um, it's, it's all about behaviors. Instead of fixating on the number on the scales, look at the other things in your life that you're doing. Look at your, um, like I said, the, the sleep, your movement. Um, stress, your relationships. There's so much that you can change. There's so much that you can look at in your life that will make you an overall healthier, happier person. So important. So important. And actually, I think you can take some comfort from that. I think you can take some comfort in knowing that uh, your weight is not controlled by you. It's not a lack of willpower. It's not a lack of self-control. It's not from greed and gluttony in food. There's all these things, genetics, biology, environment, all of these things that are not controllable by you. So they can't possibly be down to 
your eating habits alone, right? It can't possibly be the fact that you're not sticking to a diet. And actually goes a long way to explaining why you can't stick to a diet because your body's fighting hard to stop you doing it. So when you are doing that thing where you think you've fallen off the wagon and you think you've done a bad job and and you've failed at a diet, quite the opposite, quite the opposite. Your body is doing exactly what it needs to do, which is awesome. So let's shift the blame, right? Let's take the blame away from you for your weight and let's have a more compassionate understanding of the challenges behind weight management. Oh, weight management. I don't mean that. Um, we're not trying to manage our weight, are we? But, you know, a more compassionate understanding of why you can't manage your weight. That's it. That's it, isn't it? And actually, once you take that on board, once you understand weight set point theory, once you understand that your body is destined to be a certain weight, you can use that and take the power from it. It's got real power accepting that your weight is what it's meant to be. You can have a much greater body acceptance if you do that. It means you get to let go of all these unrealistic weight goals that you have set for yourself historically you get this much better self-compassionate understanding for yourself and you can start accepting and appreciating what your body does. You can start really looking at what it is, as it is, uh, knowing that it might change and it might not change and just knowing that it's going to do its amazing thing, whatever that looks like. And you can start focusing on your capabilities on your positive body image, on your self-esteem, on your mental health, on your emotional health. And I know, I know, I know, I know body acceptance is hard, especially when you're feeling angry at what you've just learned because diet culture has made a mess of your weight. Um, I get it. I really get it. But you can be kind to yourself and then you can start to be grateful for what your body does for you. You know, be grateful for what your body can do. You don't have to love it, but you can start to work towards appreciating it and understanding it. Because if you can start to understand your body and know how it works, you become much more in tune with it. Much more in tune. And you just start small, you know, start with some appreciation and it builds over time. And then you start to like yourself. Like, honestly, you will. I promise. I promise. So I think what you can take from all of this is that your weight set point is going to determine what you're destined to be. And that you need to have this really individual approach to your health and well-being. Knowing that you've got your own weight set point range lets you have your own personal goals your own personal strategies that work with your body, not against it. You know, your diets work against what your body's natural tendencies are. So why would you not want to find the things that work with that and have goals and plans that work along with that? You know, 
have that respect for yourself. Respect your differences. Focus on optimizing your health and well-being rather than trying to conform to these societal standards, you know. So I hope that understanding this has helped a little bit and it's given you a bit of an insight into the complexity of weight regulation, the complexity of dieting and weight loss and weight gain. Um, and I hope it's given you a bit of a different perspective to the traditional weight-centric approaches, you know, because when you can em um, embrace your body's natural balance, when you know that it's all these systems working together, then it helps you to have a much more positive relationship with yourselves and <laughs> yourselves, like there's multiple ones of you, <laughs> all your multiple personalities, um, <laughs> a more positive relationship with yourself. Um, and that's much longer lasting, right? These things are much, much more sustainable and longer lasting if you know why it is and you try to work in harmony with yourself, not against it. Yes. How does that sound? Let me know if you've got any questions. Um, I assume by now you're in the Facebook group. Uh, if you're not, just hit the link in the show notes. Come and join us. It's lovely in there. Um, but yeah, if you've got any questions, come on into the Facebook group and pop them in there and I'll do my best to answer them for you. I don't mind. I'm happy to help. Yeah. Before you go, I would just like to tell you about brand new support options. So I love making this show. I think you know that by now, but it does take time, money, resources. And if you are a subscriber of the show, I appreciate you. It makes it easier to keep this show going. As a subscriber of the show, I am now giving you brand new options. So join me on Buy Me A Coffee and I will give you, depending on what level you subscribe to, community chat, topic suggestions, you get to vote on future episodes, you get bonus episodes where I can go deeper into the discussions, give you exclusive bonus content. I am going to rant. I am going to give you my cold, hard truths about how I feel about some of these subjects. I am going to give you way more insights into my thoughts than you get on the actual standard episodes. You'll get personalized question and answer sessions. So you can send me your questions. I'll answer them in a dedicated episode. You will have early access to episodes. You will get discounts and offers. It doesn't matter what tier you choose. Your support means the world to me. And of course, you can continue to not subscribe and just be here as a listener. That's all cool too. But if you'd like to subscribe to the show, hit the link in the show notes. It's the one that ends in cake, <laughs> of course. And join me over on Buy Me A Coffee. Thank you, thank you, thank you in advance for your support. Right, you really can go now. Go hit that link. See you soon. Bye. Bye.